I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number four. Today, we talk healthy relationships and how being a father is the ultimate gift to our kids and how communicating in the smallest of ways will have a major impact upon your child's life. We talk the father effect with author, filmmaker, and father himself, John Finch. So stay tuned as this is a don't miss episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome everyone to the show. Before we begin, I want to ask you to do me a favor. If you would go over to our iTunes page after the interview with my guest today, John Finch, I want you to rate it, review it, so we can gain more visibility and get the message out about natural health and also, as we're talking today, healthy relationships. And also check out my show page at RadioMD.com. So let's get started. Now, I have a very special guest today. One that I have been waiting to have on my show because the subject is truly life-changing in every sense of the word. John Finch grew up the youngest of three boys in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, where he lost his father to suicide at the age of 11. As a young man, John did anything he could to avoid confronting the wounds he suffered as a result of being fatherless. And this craving for affirmation from a father who was not there to provide it led him to seek that affirmation from the world in many very unhealthy ways. Now, it wasn't until John was raising his own three daughters that he truly understood their futures relied on his coming to terms with his very difficult past. And to move forward, he needed to forgive both his father for choosing to leave and himself for not being the best father that he could be. Now, this journey has led to the most powerful and moving film documentary, The Father Effect. And John's upcoming book by the same name is due October 24th, 2017. And if you are listening today and you have lost your father due to divorce, death, or disinterest, today's episode is made for you. I introduce to you John Finch. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you, Dr. Bond. Thanks for having me. Well, let's tell me what this what is this movie all about? It's my personal story and the story of many others who have grown up without a father, uh, whether it be from from uh, a death, a tragic death, or uh, maybe divorce, or or just abandonment. Maybe a dad has just uh, left the family for whatever reason, and and uh, been disengaged and uninvolved with his kids. And, and you know, we had the pleasure of, of interviewing over 80 people. And uh, and so it's it's my story kind of woven within their stories and, and really just gives a lot of answers. Um, but it also talks about the real struggle of growing up without a father. And I think it gives a lot of insight uh, for those parents, both single moms and single dads and, and what their kids need. Um, and growing up, uh, you know, with just one parent. Well, let me ask you this. What did you personally learn about yourself as a dad from making the movie? I tell you, I learned, I have a lot to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no hand, no handbook, right? 
<laughs> right, right. And, and you know what? That the the reality of it is is uh, anybody who says they have this father thing figured out is lying. <laughs> That's right. No, I, I a, agree. Yeah, it's it's a constant uh, journey, if you will. But I, you know, every interview I did, and there was over eighty, as I mentioned. Uh, God was showing me something in every interview that about myself that that I could take, and there was a message in each one that I could take back into my own home and implement, and, and it was ultimately helping me change my legacy as a dad, whether it be just some of the little things, you know, from maybe a best-selling author or just the, the average person. There, there were so many powerful interviews. Um, and, and it just, it radically changed my life in every way as a dad. Well, when I watched the, the film myself and, you know, at first I, I got hooked on the 15 minute trailer that you produced and I sat there had tears in my eyes, just thinking about it brings tears in my eyes now. But, um, then sitting down the other day to watch the full feature and, and and I'm talking all 94 minutes because for those of you listening today, don't just watch the 60. You need to watch all 94 of those minutes. And, and what, you know, really got to me was not only your personal story, but it's like you said, sometimes it's the little things that we do for our kids that to them, it may, doesn't seem important to us, but it's like the world to them. If it's just going outside and tossing the ball back and forth for an hour, that can be life-changing to them because they'll always remember that. Absolutely. You know, it's it's the attention that kids crave, especially from a dad, and the affirmation um, of, you know, for a son that he's doing a great job, that he's a good kid, that he's a good boy, that that dad's proud of them. You know, same thing as a girl, as a young girl, that, that she is cherished, that she's loved, that, that dad is a protector. And, and there's so many, so many pieces to that. You know, one of the biggest struggles I think we all have is, is being fully engaged with our kids when they want to talk. Like, for example, my girls will come into my office sometimes and, and I'll be busy working and Maybe I'm on my cell or I'm texting or on social media. And, you know, it's in those moments I've learned that I've got to put the phone down. I've got to stop what I'm doing and give them 100% total attention. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like the kids, especially my youngest, it's not like she's going to want to talk for hours. <laughs> right. Right. It's right. A, it's usually just a few minutes. And so, you know, I take that break in my time and okay, I'm fully focused on her and, and her needs and what she wants. And, and that's a big thing. You know, one of the guys we interviewed, he runs a, a camp. And one of the biggest things that he said when they asked all the kids, what do you wish your dad would do differently? And they all responded, I wish he would put his cell phone down when I'm trying to talk to him. That I agree with that. that I agree. You know, and in your film, what really, I guess opened up my eyes to the impact fathers have upon their kids is that let's say with boys, you know, with the way that boys grow up and how they act, let's say in public can be a direct reflection on what and who their father is. Um, 
and in some cases, in a lot of cases, like you said in the film, with girls, as they grow up, if they don't have their father around or their, or their father never really showed them attention, they seem to gravitate to the things that they didn't have with their father. So, you know, I saw a lot of failed marriages that women talked about, uh, you know, seeking attention in the wrong ways because they didn't get it at home from their father. Sure, especially with a girl, and and we interviewed several women, and I've heard it play out over and over and over again, and I even see it in some of my daughter's friends, that if they don't have an engaged, involved father who's who's showing them, um, you know, proper attention and affection and love, that they're going to look for it somewhere. So if they're not getting it home, they're going to go find it somewhere, and in most cases, that's in the arms of, of some young man, and in a lot of cases, it's usually not the the best young man. So they're, you know, they're searching out for that love and affection. They're they're desperate for it, um, and so yeah, they they become promiscuous, and you know they they start to have sex, and 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 they do it over and over and over again, and and you know yet they deal with the depression and all the craziness that comes from that because they're really not getting that void field uh, from a father. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it kind of brought to light in your documentary that, uh, and it was only mentioned very faintly, I think, but even in teenage pregnancy today can be linked back to maybe not having a father at home. There's a lot of one parent households. Those one parent households are run by mothers and not fathers. And, you know, boys and girls, they only see their father maybe every other weekend. And that has a, a big impact on, on their life. It does. You know, Dr. Meg Meeker, who we interviewed for the film, she talked very, very openly. She was, she was one of the, the best ones, one of my favorite interviews. Uh, and my wife just loves her because she's just so good at what she does and has so much insight and and she's a best-selling author that's been a pediatrician by trade for over 20 years. And one of the things she said, that if a father just tells a daughter, look, you know, here's what I believe about sex. And I believe you shouldn't be uh, having sex. And I'm going to help you get through this. I'm going to help you walk through this. Just by saying that one time uh, to your daughter and having that honest, real conversation, it it significantly increases the chances of your daughters not having sex. Um, and, and so it's, it's having those difficult conversations. You know, that's what that tells our kids how much we love them and how important they are to us. I tell my girls all the time, look, you know, these, these difficult conversations we're having because I love you and I care about you. And I want you to know that, that man, I, I cherish you. I'm proud of you. I believe in you, and I love you more than you'll ever you'll ever comprehend. And so we have to have these difficult conversations uh, to to get through life. And and I want to help you do it any way I can. Well, you know, my father was the same way. You know, he he would set us down. I have an identical twin brother, and he would set us down and have those you know those tough conversations. But you know, in a way, he also had a a really cool sense of humor. And you know, he used to always tell us in high school. He said, you know, what has 200 teeth and protects you against venereal disease? And we'd go, what? He goes, your zipper, so always keep it up. 
<laughs> and, and let me tell you something. Um, you know, it kind of gets the message across. But, you know, in your documentary, and I believe it was the story of the exotic dancer. I believe that was her that said she wished that her father would have met her date at the door with a shotgun to let him know that uh, you're going to be dealing with me if you hurt my little girl. And I don't think we have enough of that today. Yes. Uh, actually, it was a, uh, a lady named Michelle Esposito. Uh, we, uh, we interviewed the blonde, her. The blonde, the blonde and, one, yes. Yes, yes, the blonde. Uh, she, you know, she had a story, a very heart-wrenching story, uh, about her dad not being involved and engaged. And, um, you know, that's that important piece of a daughter wanting to be protected and wanting to know that she's valued and loved. And and she shared a story that I don't think it made it into the film, uh, but was was very much of one of abandonment. And uh, and so she she gets very emotional, I think, in one piece, just sharing uh, about the desire just to have a dad involved and 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 have somebody that loves her and, and really cares for. Her. Well, let let's talk a little bit about your personal story. Your father committed suicide at the age of 11. And from that point on, what happened from that point until that magical date of April 20th, 1999? Or 2000? You know, I was a lost man. I literally just kind of wandered this, this earth, if you will. Very angry. Um, I was upset with my dad because of the abandonment. I couldn't believe that a man would choose to leave his wife and kids in the way that he did. I referred to him many times as a coward. Uh, so I was just an angry, angry young man. And and because I didn't have that dad walking alongside me, giving me guidance and direction as to what a man, a quote-unquote real man, should look like, then I bought into everything that the world says you need to be. You know, the the issues with, um, with just money and power and sex and uh, all of the success, you know, uh, everything that comes along with watching TV and the movies and, and what the world tells us we need to be to be a man. Um, and so literally, um, it, it, it impacted everything about my life and my relationships with my friends and my family and, and all those things. And I was classic the classic poser. You know, I tried so hard to pretend to be somebody that I wasn't because I didn't want people to know the real me. Uh, I didn't think they would like the real me. And so I, I did this act for 30 years of, of trying to pretend to be this successful guy, had this amazing life. And, you know, I was a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I was a, a good Christian guy at home and made everybody else think that I went to church every day and, or every weekend, my Bible, and, and did all these other things. But yet when I was on the road, I was a social alcoholic, and I was partying it up and just living this crazy fast life. And so um, those those kind of collapsed, uh, if you will, in, in April of uh, 2009, and, and that's when God really just took me to this place of brokenness. My life was had just imploded and there were so many things that were going on within my family and, and business and everything. And, 
And at that point, I um, I had remembered the conversation I had on a golf course with a buddy of mine just a couple of years previous to that, when he shared with me this idea of a father wound. And and, and I knew I had one, and I knew at that point that, that I needed to, to really dig into it and to see um, what it was all about. So I, I went and saw a counselor, and, and um, man, that's that's when God started this journey of of transformation in my life that uh, that's that's been this this lifelong significant change um, that that I wouldn't trade for anything. Well, John, don't you think that in today's world with a with a lot of fathers, let's say um, you know we have divorce uh, disinterest, that for a lot of fathers to really start healing the relationships where their children, it really comes down to casting down the pride. And admitting the mistake and then correcting it because it all starts with love. Absolutely, uh, you know, pride is pride is such a a powerful thing in a bad way uh, for us men, especially because we we don't want to admit that we have struggles or issues or trials or tribulations, and and we want to act like we can man up and suck it up and figure it out on our own. So we don't want to ask for help, and so. You know, the, the life-changing power of forgiveness, that's really what the film and the book talk about. It's, it's that moment that I found forgiveness for my dad, that all of that anger and resentment and bitterness disappeared. Um, and and it's that, that's the catalyst for my story, uh, is, is the forgiveness and, and what God showed me about my dad. You know, connecting the dots there. It was really understanding, and this is very important for people to understand. It's it was seeing how my dad was raised, and how his dad wasn't around, and and you know essentially it came down to well, how could I be so bitter, resentful, and angry towards a man who didn't know how to be a father? So once I once I began to hear more and more of his story, how he grew up, the incredibly rough life that he had. God just showed me a compassion and ultimately forgiveness for my dad. Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you, you tell that story very, very well in the film. And and I know that it's going to open up a lot of minds. It's going to open up a lot of hearts to a lot of people who realize that, you know, there's a there's a generational thing going on that, you know, we need to change the mindset today. And I, and I hope that your film does that to where, you know, People kind of look at divorce like it's okay. Uh, you know, they get married two or three times. It's no big deal. If it doesn't work out, fine. But if when there's kids involved, it's a it's a big thing. And I know you you believe, and I believe the same way, and that uh, you know, till death do us part, and we'll do anything we can to make sure that our marriage stays intact because it also has an incredible impact upon our kids because you know. It's kind of like when when I started praying, you know, my wife and I will be married 30 years uh, just in the next few weeks. And, you know, I remember praying for a wife. And my number one priority was is I want someone whose parents are still married and her parents are still married. And so because I knew that the met because I knew that if her if this woman that I don't even know yet, her parents have been married many, many years, then I know that there's stability, that there is love there, uh, there's guidance there, there's God there. 
and and that and that transformed in my own and so now we're going to be celebrating 30 years and we have two great kids and i just wish i would have had a, a fatherhood handbook at the beginning but we're not handed one at the hospital but uh your film is an incredible impact i believe in millions and millions of lives and real shortly can john can you explain to us what the encouraging dads project is Sure. The Encouraging Dads Project really came out of the film. I was seeing more and more as we interviewed more and more guys, just just the guys that were beat down and beat up and didn't feel worthy enough and didn't feel good enough as a dad, et cetera. And so a friend of mine, we were sitting around and I said, you know, we've got to come up with a way to just encourage and support and love on dads. And so we just literally used my platform that God's given us on Twitter and social media and just started posting for, for writers, authors, and bloggers, hey, you know, shoot us a story that's 500 words or so that's just an encouraging dad, uh, encouraging story about dad, and, and encouraging ideas of things that you did with your dad, you know, those type of deals. And so that's really where that came from, and God's just really taken that that and, and really just gone crazy with it. We're getting some uh, incredible stories and, and quite a bit of traffic on that side. And, and we get feedback all the time about how some of those stories have really impacted uh, a lot of people. So that's that's essentially where it came from. Well, right now, tell all of my listeners where they can get the Father Effect movie as well as your new book coming out October 24th, 2017. Sure. You can go to uh, It's our website. And then you can also order the book on Amazon. I think if you just go and search The Father Effect, uh, it'll come up on Amazon. And it's it's available for pre-order now. But the film, the DVD, is actually uh, available right now. You can, you can uh, order it, and, and we get it out the door pretty quick. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on to today's show. I mean, what an amazing blessing. And not only do I want to have you back on my program, but... You and I are going to have to talk because I need you to have you on my television show as well. You bet, brother. I greatly appreciate you, Dr. Bond, and look forward to catching up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to highly encourage you, especially if you're a father. Uh, maybe you uh, don't have one and you need one. You need to understand what this is all about. I want to kind of give you a short, quick synopsis of the father effect. And John Finch, in his film seeks to break down the barriers that prevent men and women from addressing deep-rooted anger and hurt from the wounds that they have suffered in this life. By candidly and openly sharing his story, his failings, and his path to a new way of life. Now, John's mission is to educate, to encourage, equip men to become the fathers they were created to be, and to help men walk in daily awareness other significance and lifelong influence as fathers. And through the Father Effect movie, John Finch shares stories and messages that will move viewers to a new awareness about the everlasting impact of fathers and the importance of forgiveness and openness in the relationships of this world. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening. I encourage you to go to iTunes to subscribe to our show, Life-Changing Wellness. 
please leave a review and a, a kind comment, which I would highly appreciate. And also check out my show page at RadioMD.com and check me out at DrWardBond.com. And also my television show, Think Natural, airs daily on DirecTV, channel 376, and Dish TV, channel 267, 12 noon Eastern, Monday through Friday. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we have had the most incredible interview with filmmaker and author John Finch of The Father Effect. And please, I encourage you right now to go to the thefathereffect.com. And this is Dr. Ward Bond signing out. This is Life Changing Wellness.